30 for 30 post-game Michigan. The Illini get the win over the second-ranked Wolverines, 76 to 53, in a game that was a complete domination from, from the tip defensively. The Illini made it difficult on Michigan to get any clean looks um, to and, and score. They only limited the most amazing stat, perhaps, for me, is that they limited the seven three-point attempts. I've gone back multiple years, and I haven't seen Michigan take seven three-point attempts in a long time. I saw them shoot one for 19 one time, but uh, and they were two for seven tonight, but um, really an amazing defensive effort. And then they get the big game from Trent Frazier. Um, Kofi and, you know, outplays Hunter Dickinson, and, and Andre Carbello is just – He's, he's special, and uh, it, it's just an amazing performance on both ends of the floor. Um, got some great performances from Grandison and Williams as well. Uh, so I, I, I can't find the negatives right now. Mike, how about you? Uh, I, I will tell you, I've, I've never been off this far in a game. Um, what a wonderful performance. Um, I thought what, what stood out to me was uh, Curbelo's first half performance. You know, he had 11 points, he had five rebounds, and only one turnover in the first half. Uh, the, the team needed somebody to kind of step up, and, and he was there in a high-pressure situation with Io watching from the sideline. I thought it was an amazing performance. And then, obviously, the defensive intensity with which everybody played was amazing. And at the halftime, you know, you were thinking – can they possibly keep this up? And they did. They did. They did, definitely. They actually may have dominated them more in the second half than they did the first half, if that's if that's possible. But so as we kind of break this game down, you mentioned, talk about Curbelo. I think the one thing for me that, uh, one of the pregame things, the keys for me was the way that the Michigan, although they have long wings, you know, Livers and Wagner, and uh, then you throw in Dickinson, their guards are short. Um, Smith and, and Brooks are not long. And so I thought that they weren't going to leave. They aren't going to leave the shooters. They aren't going to leave an Adam Miller open. They weren't going to leave Grandison open to get his feet set. They weren't going to leave off of Kofi um, and, and let him get going. They wanted to keep him there. So it really opened the floor. I, I don't know how many times we saw Frazier or Corbello literally just go downhill and get to the rim once they beat their initial defender. Um, Illinois shoots 15 of 17 on layups and one of one on dunks. So 16 of 18 at the rim, which is just ridiculous if you think about it. And in large part, I talked about this, but I think that their ability to get their shots off, you know, that has been a problem with length, but they didn't have, Michigan doesn't have length at that guard position. They do have length at the wing and they have length inside, but they don't have length at the guard position. I thought it enabled Illinois to basically get where they wanted to on the offensive end despite the fact that, you know, we, everybody's talking about defense. I thought that was the key offensively. Yeah. And, and I thought a couple other things too, you know, obviously when you have Kofi in there and, and he can attract the attention of the center, you know, there was, there was nobody to help when, when Frazier or Corbello drove. And I kept thinking, well, here comes Dickinson. No, he does. He's not coming. And um, Kofi <laughs> stuck to his man like glue and then the other thing that really stood out to me is Grandison had some very nice entry passes into the post that that just makes it tough because maybe he's not getting as many shots as he would like. Um, but he's he's making you pay 
by getting the ball inside. And, and again, I, I struggle, you know, maybe their maybe their uniforms needed better ironing. I don't, I don't know what you're going <laughs> to complain about. <laughs> this was, you know, I was going back in my mind and I was trying to think of a more um, dominant game. And when you throw the factor of you're on the road, you're playing the number two team in the country and you don't have your national player of the year candidate in a Jersey and you go win by 23 points, had a lead as high as 28 points. I'm not certain in my lifetime, if there was a more surprising and one-sided victory that the Illini have ever had. Now, maybe you, you might remember something, but this was an amazing game that I didn't, I didn't think or anticipate could even happen a blowout like this. Yeah. It, it's hard to put this, uh, find something that puts it in perspective. When you look back to, you know, when Illinois in 2004 05, when they beat Gonzaga, um, I thought in Indianapolis was great performance. You know, John Wooden's talking about how great it was uh, amazing performance. I thought when they beat Wake Forest, Wake Forest um, who was ranked number one at the time, great performance. But those games weren't on the road. And I know there's no fans, but this team was ranked second. Michigan was ranked second in the country. Michigan had dominated people in the, you know, the joke that I had with the guy from Michigan in the pregame was talking about how they hadn't played many close games because they've been killing everyone. Their average efficiency margin is like 32 points a game. They're second in the country in efficiency margin. So they've just been dominant. Um, they only had one Big Ten loss coming in. It's going to be difficult for them not to win the Big Ten. They just basically, I think, just have to win. Uh, if they win both the games this weekend against Michigan State, they win the Big Ten for sure. I think if they win one and Illinois wins one, uh, it comes down to percentage points, and they probably still win. Who knows? I don't even know. It, it doesn't matter. Um, we we know. <laughs> Illinois fans know. You know, so you got bragging rights at least for a couple weeks, so they may be to get in the Big Ten tourney, but. But uh, so I thought it was just it, it ranks up there. I think it's one of the best wins. I, I think it's a dominant win. There's been great wins. I mean, when Illinois won at Indiana in 89 and there's been a lot of great wins, but th not where they just completely dominated the other team and just made them look. M Michigan didn't has every game this year except one. They have looked like a, a, a top five team. They didn't look like a top five team today. I mean, they Illinois made them look bad. I mean, they look like. Uh, I mean, Nebraska, they looked like Penn State. I mean, they just did not look like the top five team. And you know they're good, though. I mean, you know they're good because of what they've done. And so I, I thought that DeMonte Williams' defense is is probably – it was great. I thought he did a good job on Wagner. Uh, Grandison, I thought, did a fantastic job. And remember, he couldn't play at the beginning of the year because he couldn't guard anybody. And, and now you've got a guy who's like – become a defender and you know Wagner makes the first basket of the game that little hook shot over DeMonte I thought it was a great he played great defense and he hits it you know it's just longer I think I tweeted about it he didn't score again he finishes one for nine from two point rates and he did averaging 18 points a game over the last five I mean that just tells you the tale of the game and tail of the tape and that's why Illinois came out on top with a huge 23 point win yeah it was it was fun to watch and I did enjoy. Now there was a little, you know, there was a little bit of foul trouble for both of the bigs, but I, I did really enjoy that matchup to watch the two of them. Um, and it was, I thought Kofi obviously got the better of it today, um, but those two were competing. Uh, I, I, I thought that was fun to watch. And I was kind of surprised, you know, at, at uh, uh, Wagner's game, just, I, I expected more, um, you know, he was on a roll 
And when you can, when you can take a player that's that hot and literally put them in the freezer and ice them the way it was done today was really impressive because if you would have told me that he's going to go one for nine, I would have laughed at you. Um, and when you look at the starting lineup, you know, the, the most um, baskets, three, <laughs> Brooks had three field goals go in. That was the number one guy on the, on the starting lineup. And, and you couldn't have gotten me to bet any amount of money, even a penny, that that would happen. Just an amazing defensive effort by the Illini tonight. Yeah, we're, we're talking uh, Mike Cagley and Brad Sturdy here, IlliniGuys.com, Sturdy for 30. Uh, it looks like Illinois now has, um, you know, the two seed locked up. I guess they could still still steal the one seed perhaps uh, with some luck, but looks like it'll be two seed in the Big Ten tournament. Um, don't know who they're going to play yet. Um, obviously, there's a lot of games left to, to figure that out. Could be a you know, who knows, a Rutgers could, I think Indiana could even slide in there. could be Maryland, there a lot of, a lot of possibilities, but so as we look, this, this team's playing well though, right now. I mean, you got to feel good about them going into a tournament setting, especially because although I, you know, I would assume didn't play it just to recap. That's he's pretty good. You know, 21 points, six rebounds, five assists. There's a guy who's, who's putting up numbers that haven't been done since Evan Turner um, played. And, and that was, you know, 12 years ago. So when I kind of look at this, I, I kind of perspective, I say, you get him back, you, you're going to get a fresh IO. Yeah. I know people, I know he's going to wear a mask. And so there's concern there, whatever, but he's going to practice the next three days. He's going to be fresh. His legs are going to be ready to go. Cause he just had some time off. This is a guy who plays, you know, we're, we're worried about him getting worn down playing 37 minutes a night, 38 minutes a night. And you know, there's a game earlier. I think he played 40 or 39 and he came out for like 30 seconds, but so we're worried about that. Well, now he's fresh. You've got a fresh IO coming in. I think his jump shot will be cleaner, even with the mask on. I think he'll because his legs will be there. I think he'll have that little extra burst. He can give more on the defensive. End. And I think Underwood also has some more confidence in the guy, other guys now. I think he's looking at like, you know what? We can win with these other guys too. So maybe I can give in a Big Ten set, tournament setting or an NCAA tournament setting. We're playing three games in three days. I, I can give him a blow. You know, and I don't feel like we're going to lose ground if I give him a blow. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I, I really liked, you know, Frazier's leadership out there was great. Um, DeMonte, you know, is more of a lead by example guy. And Curbelo gave us a, a time machine into the future to see what the team's going to look like under his control. Um you know, it, it's hard not to be excited about the postseason based on what we've seen now. Uh, this team is is clicking. Underwood has a way of getting his teams clicking at the right moment, as we witnessed last season, but we didn't get to see it to its culmination. And it really seems like he's doing the same thing this year. The man is a master at getting a team to peak when they need to be ready to play. And I can't wait for the Ohio State game. I think that is going to be a lot of fun as an Illini fan. And then they go into the Big Ten tourney, you know, maybe not the favorite, but definitely one of the favorites. And gosh darn, that's a heck of a lot better than, than trying to figure out all the permutations that we could win, you know, every single game on day one forward. So this, this ability to make this team become nationally relevant again and to be nationally dominant 
it's a pretty amazing thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that uh, uh, Josh Whitman got coach Underwood on board. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a, been a great run. I, they're, they're playing well at the right time. They're clicking. You've got multiple guys, even the tonight. I mean, you get Georgie was really good. Georgie played 15 minutes. I thought he was great. His, his defensive uh, ability was wonderful tonight. His help defense showing off those ball screens. Um, He's able, he's able to move his feet against guards, and, and that's really impressive. I thought he was very good. Coleman Hawkins gave good minutes, um, eight minutes. You know, he does little things. He gets a steal. He gets a, you know, a deflection. He gets an assist. He gets an offensive rebound and puts it back. You know, he just little things there. And so now you're getting production from eight, nine guys. And, and I think when you're getting that, you're going to be pretty good. And, you know, Adam Miller probably had one of the best, biggest shots of the game. It seems like at that point, you know, just the step back three, he didn't have a great offensive game, but man, was that huge. I mean, just really like, that was almost like it totally took the wind out of Michigan sales. When he hit that it was like, we're, we're down 16. We're, we're going to lose. I mean, <laughs> we're not winning now. So uh, I, I definitely think so. It's, it's a good thing. So what do you think about Ohio state on Saturday? Obviously that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough matchup for Illinois. They're a little bit different than Michigan. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a tough matchup. At the same time, you know, we've got Corbello playing on a different level than what uh, he played on or he's played on, period. Um, Iobi coming back, hopefully, with fresh legs. Obviously, we don't know exactly, you know, when he's going to be able to play, but we're hopeful a few more days is good. Um, and then the rest of the team is, is really play, playing well. Um, I, I think this is one of those must-watch games you know, get the popcorn, get the pizza, get the beer, be ready to have a fun time because um, that ought to be a matchup that's well worth it. We know that EJ Liddell as a as one of the guys who chose to go somewhere else but holds a grudge against the Illini. That's that, that's a category that only Illinois has. We know he's going to probably put up 25. So it, it should be a heck of a game. And I can't wait to watch that. And then as much as I get annoyed at the Tom Izzo ball, I still have to wonder, Michigan tonight played, they, they, they mentally, they gave up. And now they got to play two games back-to-back against Michigan State. And you do have to wonder, you know, with, with the way Izzo coaches that team, are they going to sense weakness and go to town? So there, there's going to be some really good basketball in the Big Ten just with, just with those games, let alone the rest of the schedule. So – um, we're not to the Big Ten tournament yet, but it's going to be exciting ride as we get there. And and I would not I'm not saying we're going to beat Ohio State because that's a very good team, but I think we're going to have a classic game. Yeah. Well, and most importantly, as we s wrap this up, I just want to say, Illinois is relevant, and it is March, and that yeah. it's been a while since we could say that. So this is a good thing. So um, it's been a great, uh, obviously great win for Illinois, 76 53 over Michigan. They get a, you know, again, you know, great performance up and down the lineup. Trent Frazier leads the way with 22 points. Andre Cabello with 17 and the Illini get the win over number two, Michigan. Um, and now they get ready for Ohio state in the last regular season game uh, of the year and looking to get to the 20 win plateau. Um, lots of, lots of great things, especially in this year when you get 20 wins, uh, that means you beat COVID and you beat 20 other teams. So that's, that means it's a good year. So uh, this is uh, Brad Sturdy with Mike Hagley from the Line Eye Guys, Sturdy for 30. Thanks for listening. <laughs>